Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. I did it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Jackie, welcome to the cave. Thank you, Elias. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. <laughs> how's your How's your day? What's going on with you? Um, pretty pretty relaxed. It's kind of gloomy here in LA, and I'm just you know hanging with my dogs. Yeah. dogs. So you got a uh, you got a movie coming out on Friday though. We'll I talk do. About that, yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> you've done a, so you've done a lot of projects, but you got the movie coming out on Lifetime, Party from Hell, and uh, but one of the first things I like to ask my guests is like, how did you like? fall in love with acting what made you get into it well I've always wanted to actually be a director that's my really? yeah since I was like a little kid that's kind of my the job that I always said I wanted to do was be a movie director and um I just when I was in New York I moved to New York City when I left New Jersey I left after high school and I just thought modeling, then acting, and then eventually directing. And that was kind of always the trajectory I wanted to follow. Um, But I just, I mean, I loved acting because of the fact that I felt like it was very therapeutic for me. And, you know, I've always been a kind of a shy person. And I feel like acting is a way to, like, express yourself. How did you, how did you break out from, like, not being shy? Like, when you're on stage, like, like, when you first started acting? Well, I think modeling definitely helped, but, you know, I was very shy when I first started modeling too. And I would just kind of look like a deer in the headlights when, um, when I was on camera in the beginning. And then I just got more comfortable with it. I think anything, it's just like the amount of times you, you do it, it's, it gets easier, but there's always that little bit of like, don't mess up. (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's always a little bit nerve-wracking but how uh, how old were you you kind of had an idea that's the path you wanted to take um I I think probably like high school I I would say but I wasn't like big into musical theater in high school or anything um I was never really selected for (laughs) for those plays I was always like person number one um (laughs) you know but yeah. Did you um like uh whether it was there any like specific movies that kind of pushed you more towards this or like actor or actress that you followed? Well, I loved I remember um watching when I was younger, I watched Donnie Darko and I loved Donnie Darko and I thought, oh, that's such a cool, it was such a cool movie, and it was just so mysterious. And I, I really loved Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I thought that was very inspiring to me. So I liked, you know, kind of the indie films um that kind of genre really really um inspired me and i thought wow i want to do a movie like Mm. that you know that would be incredible when did you make your uh your first big move to la because you said you grew up in jersey you know you you did your little new york and then right after la what made you first what made you go towards there and uh how long you been there for now well, I had a very, you know, those moments in your life where someone says something to you and it just like, it's just like a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in New York and it was a, it was actually a movie premiere and a friend of mine who's a producer kind of 
just bluntly said to me, you know, if you want to do finance, you live in New York city. If you want to act, you go to LA. He's like, you're not really pursuing this to its fullest if you don't go to LA. And I think, you know, growing up with my entire family, basically being on the East coast, um, it's a very scary thing to, to do that. And I remember packing up my car and I packed up my car and I remember thinking like, this is it. I'm just going to do it. And it was just like a friend of mine was also moving and I, I got on their flight, did the whole thing and I just did it. (laughs) So it's definitely, it's definitely intimidating. What did did your family think about all that? And uh, what was their reaction? Like when you first told them like, yep, I'm moving to LA, I'm going to pursue acting, you know, directing. And how much time did you give yourself before you were like, all right, maybe I'll move back if it doesn't work out or. I don't really think like that. I just kind of feel that things happen for a reason. I've always had that kind of mentality. And I think that they know me well enough to know that nothing that anyone says really stops me from, Mm. from following through with what I want to do. Um, Not in a negative way, but just like, I am very, focused when I want to do something I, I go for it and they kind of knew that there wasn't much they could do to to prevent me from going to LA <laughs> I just really wanted to try it what was one of the first things you worked on when you moved out to LA um the first thing I worked on was this movie called 100 Ghost Street and it's this kind of paranormal activity type movie and we shot it in Linda Vista Hospital which is like a haunted hospital I've, oh, really? I actually think yeah, it was really creepy. Um, I think they actually tore down the part of the building that we were in because of, um, well, hopefully not asbestos or something like that. But it was, uh, <laughs> we were in like the basement and it was a very small cast. I think there was like six of us. And that was my first um, first lead role. And it was produced by The Asylum who did uh, Sharknado. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when I was doing a little more research, I noticed, you know, you've done some, uh, you've done, a, you know, many Lifetime movies, but you've also done like guest stars like in uh, Barry or Odd Couple. Like what's been like some of your favorite projects you've worked on for like those TV shows? Well, I think the most challenging and also the most fun was Odd Couple because it shot in front of a live studio okay. audience. So that was something I had never done before. Like I've done comedy and like um, improv on stage with, yeah. you know, a live audience, obviously, but performing where it's being filmed, it's a whole different thing. And you, you know, the, the audience is really reacting to each line and it's, it's terrifying, but I mean, that was, that was definitely the most, most fun just because I felt like I did that, you know, it's like, yeah. you, you don't get many shots to, to nail it up there. Plus you get to work with Matthew Perry. Yeah. And it was his birthday. I remember, I think it, we had like a, we all sang happy birthday to him that day. It was very nice. I, I was actually bummed that show got canceled. Cause I, I liked that show. You did. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I thought, it, I thought it was funny. I know it's sad when like shows that you really, really like just, they're like, we're done. <laughs> How many episodes did you do for that show? Do you remember? I just did one. I just, you did, you just one. did one. Yeah. And how, how did you get involved with like the Lifetime movies? Because it seems like some like I had past guests on like once I started working on those movies, they just like doing them because it's like you go to work for like two, three weeks to film a movie and then they go off to the next project. 
Yeah, it's great. It's like a quick, you know, a quick turnaround and the scripts are fun. And, you know, I've gotten to play like some very, very cool characters and just, you know, they're, they're good scripts and they're, you know, people love them. And I just, I, I mean, I'm always grateful to work anytime I get an opportunity to act, I'll take it. Um, but within reason, obviously, but yeah. with these, it's like, you get to play characters that you don't always have the luxury of playing. I mean, it's, it's just been really, really amazing. You know, the opportunities that, that it's given me. Well, you mentioned the characters you play, like the new movie you got coming out. You kind of looks like you're playing a little crazy person in there. A little crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, what <laughs> yeah can, for what I can see on the trailer. So let's yeah, let's talk about Party of Hell. How do how exciting was this project for you? And like how do you how would you describe this movie to somebody? I, yeah, I think I attack like seven people in the trailer alone. So like um, it's definitely the first villain role I've ever played. It was um some friends that I had worked with previously and they were like, Jackie, this is a different kind of role. You know, would you be open to playing this? And I was like, yes, this sounds so fun. And I read the script and it was like, Molly is diabolical. I mean, she's so fun. And I just, I loved her, her perspective. I mean, it was like, everyone loves a good revenge story. I can't give too much away, but you know, that you've been burned by someone or something. Mm. You're just like, you know. What was the audition process for this? Now, did you like, is that who you went for right away? Was it Molly or was it somebody else at first? They actually offered me the role, okay. which is very, I'm very grateful for. But um, yeah, it was, it was a direct, it was a direct offer, which is really cool because it was the first villain I've ever played, like true villain. And um it was kind of a risk for them to to have me um, do it. It's somebody that you've worked with before, I assume, and that, that's why they gave you the call too. Well, yeah, Jared Cohn, who directed it, he worked on, a, we worked on a few movies together. We did this movie in Pensacola, Florida called Atlantic Rim. Okay. And Atlantic Rim has kind of become almost, um, I don't want to, you know, I. I don't like saying cult classic about a movie I've been in, but it's like become its own thing. Cause it was on mystery science theater and it was okay. chosen for that. So we worked together before on a few things. And I think he knew that it would be a challenge for me to do this role, but mm. he was like, let's see what you got. So. So yeah. how do you just, how would you describe Molly? And like, and how do you, so how do you prepare to play this type of role also since you haven't really done it yet? Well, I think, you know, the, the trick with playing a villain is like, they don't ever believe they're the bad guy in their story. And so you have to find the real connection between yourself and the character. And, you know, obviously she's a killer and that's not something I would ever do or understand, but, you know, we all understand feelings of, of hurt or being betrayed or feeling like someone, um, really bullied us or you know made us feel really bad about ourselves so if you can understand those kind of feelings then you just heighten it i think you know and and look at someone like molly who takes that to an extreme so it's just about finding like the real human elements of of a character i think 
from, from, the, from the trailer, I, you know, you, yeah, you're a bad person. You uh, looks like you poisoned Eric Roberts. Looks like it, right? I don't know. <laughs> Does he make it? We'll have to see. <laughs> I've done so many movies with Eric Roberts. I've done like, I think, five or six. I'm not sure. He's the same agent too. <laughs> well, uh, what was? What do you think was the biggest challenge playing this character since you haven't done it before? I think the biggest challenge is definitely understanding, you know, the mind of someone like Molly or a killer. It's like mm. what what makes a person a sociopath? I mean, it's like, you don't want to judge your character ever. You always want to have empathy for them, but it's yeah. more difficult when the person is, you know, doing horrible things. It's like, you can't really understand that mentality. So you have to kind of find a way around it. You mentioned you've worked with Eric Roberts before. How was it working with him on this movie and then with Jennifer Field also? Oh, Eric is wonderful. I mean, he's always like so kind and just very down to earth. And, you know, I, t I always tell him, I'm like, I love Star 80. Star 80 is a great one of his, I think one of his best performances ever. And he loves to talk about that. And, um, you know, I think, He's just, it's, he's a legend. It's so cool to, to work with him. It's an honor. Um, and Jennifer was so sweet and down to earth. And I know she just had a new movie on, on Tubi come out. Um, I think uh -huh. it's Swim. Yeah. Jared actually directed that too. <laughs> so, so you guys have like, to get a little click going on. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little, you know, it's like the independent um, film world is kind of like a little family. Yeah. We all sense. know her. Now, was this filmed, uh, how many, like, how long ago was this filmed? And, like, what were the protocols with COVID and everything? And, like, how did that, with the whole filming out, like, how, give us a little process about how that happened. Well, it was definitely during COVID, um, but it was, I believe, the fall of last year. And so we're all tested and we're all, you know, following very strict mm -hmm. protocols with masks. And, you know, if you're not filming, you're wearing a mask and everyone stays away from from each other yeah. it's been definitely an odd experience to work during this time because you know i've i've done a lot of a lot of movies before COVID, and you know you just like leave your water bottle down and just, right right you no know, it's like you you don't even realize you know how how much things have changed and now everything is like we have to write our names just you know you don't ever want to accidentally pick up someone's water yeah. or, um, not that I'm going around drinking <laughs> other people's yeah. water, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's a right. lot more yeah. safe. <laughs> so, so uh, have things been like shutting down again in uh, LA? Yes. Um, it's definitely a little slower right now because of the Delta variant and everything. So a lot of, uh, a lot of on-camera auditions. I don't think I've had an in-person audition and in almost like 18 months, I would say. I did have one in-person audition and it was for this commercial and they actually had us wait in the car and they would call us to come in. And then it was just like, so, so different than, than what I'd been used to in the past. And I think that was the only one that I actually did in person and everything else has been, you know, Zoom or right. self taper or just an offer. So you got this movie coming out on Lifetime this Friday. Uh, any other projects that you got coming out that you can tell us? 
Yes, I have one that comes out on September 28th. It's called Want and Want, and it's kind of an indie drama. And that, that's definitely very different from Party from Hell. It's kind of like a, a very sad, um, almost like, um, I would say kind of experimental. Like it's it's gonna be kind of a trippy movie. It's cool. And from what I've seen um, of it, I think people will hopefully really like it. Um, that has Nicholas Brendan in it, who is Xander on Buffy. And then I play his wife. And then there's this kind of like a love triangle happening. So where were the, uh, how can people watch that? It's going to be premiering on demand. And I believe like if you just go onto YouTube and search okay. want and want, and it's W A N T O N and then want, um, you can just see it. And then it has like a countdown until it premieres. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? I'm not the best on social media, but I am on Instagram and Twitter. Um, on Instagram, I'm Jackie and then double underscore, I believe, more. And then on on Twitter, let me look. <laughs> I have to check because this is how bad I am with this stuff. I'm on Facebook, Jackie Moore. And uh, let's see. On Twitter, I'm at more Jackie and then an underscore after Jackie. But I hope Jackie. you... This was great. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. This has been so nice. And I wish I was on the East Coast hanging with you out there. But go Red Someday. Sox. Go Red Sox. That's right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.